Good morning and welcome to AM Voices brought to you by Mosaic Group and Ask Applications. Once a month, we will bring you diversity, equity, and inclusion-driven transformational stories from Mosaic Group and Ask Application employees. Our guests will share with you the real and sometimes uncomfortable challenges they face and how they've overcome them. These stories illustrate the reasons why employees value working for Mosaic Group and Ask Applications. My name is Elsie Dama, Director of Talent Acquisition and a DEI Ambassador. Please help me welcome our next guest. Episode four is titled The Secret Life of an Introvert. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Ronnie Mariano, Senior Marketing Manager at Ask Applications. Good morning, Ronnie. Hi, how are you? I am doing very well. How are you? I'm doing great. Awesome. So there's a game that we actually play with all of our guests before we get started. And we ask employees what comes to mind when they hear that guest's name. So I've picked three of the most interesting to share with you today. Okay. So pick a number between one to three, and that's the one that I'm going to read first. Uh, Two. All right. Number two. When I talk to Ronnie about something I know, I'll always get a thoughtful response and that it comes from somebody who has a great amount of experience in the company. He is also very into photography. I didn't know you were into photography, Ronnie. I am, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Indeed. Don't be surprised if I come looking for a photographer. <laughs> cool. <laughs> awesome. So I'll read you the others. Mm-hmm. So the first one is actually human sunshine, supportive, <laughs> and great thinker. Okay, well, that's really nice. That's so sweet. <laughs> and then last but not least, very relaxed, level-headed, and self-aware. Okay, cool. Makes sense, yeah. So some nice things, nice things. Yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> okay, perfect. So let's jump into this conversation. Sure. So being an introvert, what does it mean to you to be an introvert? Um, so being an introvert, I've always felt like it's more of an, um, an introspection value that I have to, to going about life. Um, I feel it's a lot more, uh, internally focused rather than externally focused, which you get with a more extroverted person. There is, Mm -hmm. I'd like to make clear the difference between, for me, um, in my experiences, the uh, the difference between being uh, a shy person and an introvert, there they, I, I think there's a lot of um, people who confuse the two or conflate the two together, and they're really very different things. Um, like being an introvert is 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 not being shy, not being afraid of people or social situations. It's just a method of handling them, a method of, of processing them. Whereas shy, I think, is more of a, of a natural fear or avoidance of those situations. Very interesting take on that. I agree with you, though. I think that they are very, two very different things. So how old were you when you realized that you were an introvert? So I, I guess I don't know if there was ever really like a, a revelation 
that I was more <laughs> introverted. I mean, I was always a quiet kid growing up, but I wasn't, I didn't, like I said, I wasn't really shy. I was more introverted. Right. But I didn't, I didn't have a word to describe that as at what, seven, eight years old, et cetera. Um, yeah. And it just, it just became like, that was part of my personality growing up and becoming a teenager and then an, an adult. Um, and the, the word to describe it, I mean, I, I guess just came along as, to, as you know, you learn about the world around you, et cetera. Um, but yeah, there was no revelation or, or, um, moment that when I was like, Oh, that's what I am. Because for the most part, like probably around half of the population is more introverted than extroverted. So I'm just with that half of the population. Right. So it's, it's not like mm-hmm. something weird or strange. It was just, all right, I was more like these people than these people. <laughs> awesome. So I guess, how was it for you growing up as an introvert and knowing that, you know, you kind of vibe more with these people than these extroverted people? <laughs> um, let's see. So growing up, how was it? What was it like? It was, it was fine growing up. Um, like I said, it, did, it wasn't really something that I felt the need to overcome or um, that, that gave me any challenges um, and, or I, just, I there was a clear distinction between I was not one of the the, the more outgoing people I, I was more in the background uh, growing up in class or when I was a kid um, I, I was the quieter one in a group of friends but yeah that's 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 what it, kind of what it was like. Um, just more of more taking more of a background uh, place. Got it. So a little earlier on, you made the distinction between being shy and being an introvert. So what are some other misconceptions you get being introverted? Yeah. So um, at times, people can have the opinion that I'm that I'm a little aloof to what's going on or a little disinterested in what is going on around me. And that's absolutely not true. Um, it's, it's actually, I, I'm very interested in people and I'm very interested in, in the dynamics of what is going on around me. Um, but my, sometimes my lack of more assertive interaction will make people think that I'm, I'm less interested when in fact, um, as an ext- as an introvert, I'm just absorbing information, absorbing everything that's going on, observing and and like thinking about about what's going on, who I'm talking to, and I'm not trying to interject myself into a conversation without some value, like just for to to say something just for the sake of saying something would never occur to me. Um, so unless I have something of value, I would, I would much rather listen and absorb and, um, and, and take information in that way. So, yeah, so the, the being aloof and mm-hmm. disinterested is, is one of the misconceptions that, that people sometimes get around, around people who are more introverted. Got it. So now you're all grown up. You have this full-time role at Ask Applications. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> when you started, 
Did you explain to your team that you're an introvert and what are some of the best ways that you guys could work together? Um, no, I, I, I never did that. Um, I never felt the need to do that. Um, and generally, like, when you're interacting with people, even interacting with people you've never met before, like your first interaction, it's, it's not a, a one-way communication, right? I don't meet somebody and say, hi, I'm Ronnie, I'm this old, I, I'm, my hair's this color, and I'm an introvert, right? It's not like, like, like a dating <laughs> app, right? It's, it's more of an interaction, and, and like any kind of human interaction, you learn from each other as the conversation develops. And anyone who spends more than five or ten minutes talking to me will learn something about my style of communication and my my um what i'm how my conversation is going with them that i'm more of a listener i'm more of a uh, an observer um yeah and anybody who doesn't pick up on that they're they're not really interacting with you they're they're performing a role they're acting a role out in front of you as an audience so for someone like that it doesn't matter what i am because they are they are performing a role right yeah mm -hmm. awesome so i guess like what would you consider your biggest contribution to your team as an introvert like what is something that you bring to the table that, as an introvert that's different um so like i said i i like to well, like to my my natural tendency is to listen observe um analyze uh, i'm much um much more of an analytical person and the role that I'm in, it's a somewhat analytical role. So I'm taking in information from lots of sources uh, and trying to treat that information as in, in ways that I can understand the project that is going on. Right? And the more that I can absorb and, and be able to look at things from different viewpoints like from, from a different prism, just because I have, I've, I've taken in all this information, as much information as I can on, on what I'm, what I'm dealing with that I can add a value that is normally not seen from the initial point of view. If that makes sense. I'm sorry if that, mm -hmm. that was a long winded explanation to your question, but yeah. <laughs> no, it makes perfect sense. Okay. So, you know, we're unfortunately in this pandemic Mm -hmm. And we're still technically quarantined. So how does being an introvert affect your life in quarantine? Yeah, um, I, I'm kind of thriving in quarantine. Um, yeah, I, I have my, my home office set up. I can close the door to the world. I have my dogs that are hanging out with me all day. Um, I can really focus on what I'm doing without um, more distractions around me. So I can, I can really dive deeper into my projects than I could in the office, right? Because the office, there's always, uh, it's a more of a dynamic environment where the things are going on around you, conversations are happening, people are talking to you, people, you're talking to people, et cetera, where here I can, I'm completely isolated when I'm working. I can just completely dive in. And when I, when I, don't feel the need to do that. I can turn on my Slack or, or, or reach out to people over email, over uh, IM to contact them. So I'm not 
um, always isolated. But when I need that isolation, I have it available at a much deeper level than I did when, when we were in the office. So net, it's pretty positive for me. I, I, I don't mind it. <laughs> so if your manager decides to listen to this podcast, they mm -hmm. know for a fact that you are working. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You are working. Uh, yeah, actually, I feel like I've become more efficient at working here by myself than, than in the office. But that may be just my biased viewpoint. But I feel like I feel like I'm getting a lot more done. Fantastic. So let's get into public speaking. Mm -hmm. What is your confidence level with public speaking? Um, so I've never been a really good public speaker. Um, I like you hear me speaking now. I'm, I'm saying I'm a lot. I'm, I'm hesitating between words. I'm just not a very naturally proficient public speaker. Um, that is not to say I'm not, I don't do it. When I, when I have something to say, if I have a presentation to do at work or if I'm with a group of people that I'm comfortable with and I, and I have something to say, I don't shy away from it, um, but I don't go out and seek public speaking experiences. I don't jump into a conversation, become the center of attention when I, when I don't have something that I need to make known. Mm -hmm. Does that answer your question? Or is there yes, it definitely does. Okay. Of course. So you're part of Toastmasters, now speak easy. Mm -hmm. How has that impacted your confidence in public speaking? Um, so Toastmasters and now speak easy, it's, um, for me, it's not given me more um, confidence to do public speaking when I when I need to, like in a presentation or a project review, et cetera. But what it does, what it has given me is the tools to uh, do it better or uh, more proficiently when I do it. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a matter of just practice is really what it comes down to. What, what, what speakeasy is. It's a group of practicing public speaking. And it's, it, it's, it just strengthens the tools you, ha you currently have. So I'm better at conveying that information now that I've, that I've been in that, that group for a couple of years. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been positive. Awesome. I've, I've really enjoyed that group, actually. And you would think that someone who is more introverted would not enjoy it, but I actually really enjoy it because it's not, it's not frivolous. There's a point to it. Um, I get a lot of information. I get a lot of feedback from people, which I highly value. Um, and I learn a lot from, from other people doing their public speaking in that group. I can, I can watch it and learn from, from what other people are doing in a, in a way that you normally wouldn't in everyday life. So it's, it's a, gr it's a great uh, benefit to me. I've, I've really enjoyed it. That's great. I'm glad you enjoy it. So I know you've mentioned a few times that you, you like to speak when you're, you're able to add value. So I guess, tell me about a time when you had to come out of your comfort zone as an introvert. Maybe there wasn't anything that you had to say, or you 
didn't necessarily feel the need to be in this social setting, but you had to? See, that's a good question. Um, no, I'm sorry. I can't think of anything right coming, coming to the front of my mind. Um, aside from like... And that's okay. Yeah, aside from like doing reports in school, like going back to like, you know, school, school years, like doing reports in school were more difficult for me. Um, but as an adult, I've, I've, I've built the, the tools to rise to the occasion when I need to definitely, but, but yeah, I don't, I don't That's really, awesome. yeah. So that pretty much means you make sure that you are well prepared. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Preparation is key. Yeah. That, and, and that's something we haven't mentioned on, but yeah, preparation is, is really important to someone like me. I'm, I'm not good at the on the fly speaking, but if I have time to prepare and to think about things, I'm much better at presenting. Right. So, so being taken off guard is, is a very uncomfortable position for me as an introvert. Understood. Mm -hmm. So if given the chance, Uh would you become an extrovert? If Um, yes, why? If not, (laughs) why? (laughs) No, no, absolutely not. Um, I can answer that right away. And the answer is definitely no. Um, I would not become an extrovert. I, I enjoy what I am. Um, like I said, uh, you, you mentioned earlier in the beginning, someone said that I was very into photography and I am. That's one of my really great hobbies. I love photography. Um, that is a hobby that you it is a very introverted hobby because you are in a place with your camera and you're, you're, you're observing the environment you're in and you're trying to preserve that moment. You're trying to preserve in a way, preserve what you, what you are experiencing in a way that is um, able to be communicated to other people. Right. So it's, and that I don't think I would have, that appreciation for what what that hobby is if i were a highly extroverted person um and that goes with other things as well but the photography is is one of the best examples of that fantastic so i guess to kind of wrap things up Mm -hmm. what can other people learn from being an introvert um from being what can you learn that quiet time and um, observation is is really important. Um, being someone who is a really good listener is really important. Um, I, I, that's another thing I, I take away from being an introvert is you, you because I'm, I'm much more of a listener than a speaker or someone who, who uh, begins an interaction. I I realize how important it is to other people to be someone who listens, who listens well, and 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 really observes and really absorbs what they're saying and what they're what they're um, experiencing. So it's it's highly valued to other people to be that, and I'm glad that I'm I have the skills to to be that for people, and and give them that 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 comfort at times. Yeah. That's amazing. 
Well, Ronnie, it has truly been a pleasure. And thank you so much for chatting with me today. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you so much. You're welcome.